Sergio Rico having given away the penalty, can he possibly save it? Hey guys, welcome back to Let's Talk Liverpool. Well, that was a close, close, close shave. Um, the Fulham game didn't really present too many challenges before the game. They're on a shocking uh, run of form. They've conceded two goals, I think, in a large amount of games previously. So I went in thinking, yeah, you know what? We'll dominate this game. We'll play from the confidence from the Bayern Munich game. But um, the game ended up being a lot closer than it should have been. Um, we dominated the first half. Um, we scored the goal with, with Mane scoring yet again. Uh, we dominated the ball, kept possession well, made some chances, but didn't take any of them other than the Mane chance. So we went in at 1-0 at halftime. No alarming concerns. Fulham hadn't really posed any threat. It didn't look like they were going to pose any threat. And um, yeah, everything looked everything looked cosy. Um, and then midway, or a bit more than midway through the second half, uh, James Milner kind of sliced a clearance and and between Van Dijk and Allison, they didn't really sort it out and and it left Ryan Babel with a tap in and that kind of left a really really nervy final 15 minutes after a game that we didn't look we didn't we weren't really tested at all um, we we kept the ball we we were making chances we just weren't taking them um, but that kind of goal really kind of kick gave us the kick up the backside that we needed. Uh, to pick up the tempo and create some more chances and, and some of our great play was rewarded when Sergio Rico pulled back Sadio Mane in the box. Uh, the pressure was on James Milner, but James Milner has been um, an incredibly reliable penalty kick taker for us and he showed that once again by tucking away the penalty down the middle um, and giving us a 2-1 win. This is the the Fulham game that and that kind of type of game I've seen so much over the past couple of seasons and it just shows... Uh, to me at least, how far we have come under Jurgen Klopp because games like that in the past we would have drawn or even lost um, because our heads would have dropped after we conceded the the equaliser. Um, and that's a testament to what Jurgen Klopp and the players have done. Uh, but it also shows that any slip-up that we make in the remaining games of the season uh, may be very costly. But um, we won the game. Uh, that is all we need to do right now. Um the, the performance doesn't really matter. We just need to keep plugging away and getting as many of those three points as we can. Uh, it never has been and it never will be an easy ride with Liverpool, be it a fan, a player, a manager. Um, and if we're going to win the league, it's going to be done the hard way and there's going to be plenty of nervy, nervy moments between now and May. So the couple of, um, I guess, points of analysis that I want to pick up on from the Fulham game was was one around Andy Robertson. Now, Andy Robertson has been one of the most consistent players for us the entire season, and he's he's proving why, I think, without a shadow of a doubt, he is the best left-back uh, in the country and possibly even the world with people like Marcelo and kind of people like him not really doing much this season. Um, he once again showed in the Fulham game why his energy, his play, his, his crossing, his passing um, is so good uh, and why he's so important to the team. Um, he plays pretty much every game and his energy and willingness to get up and down the flank uh, on the left-hand side is is crazy and, and the kind of balance that we achieve with both the energy of Alexander-Arnold and Robertson on, on both wings um, really helps balance our play and uh, I think the role of those fullbacks this season has been huge for us and um, Andy Robertson has been an absolutely fabulous buy. You think about left-back is one of those positions that 
it's really hard to to buy for you know in the past if you think about in the in the recent past at least there hasn't been many many world-class left backs the the kind of three that pop to mind are uh, Roberto Carlos Ashley Cole um, and Marcelo I don't think there's been any kind of huge um, or, or well-known left backs who are who have been very very good for very for a very long time um, other than those three uh, and so us being able to buy Andy Robertson on such a cheap price um, and him being so good and so consistent is, is a huge coup for us um, and he showed again against Fulham and I'm sure he'll continue to show through the rest of the season why he is so important to this Liverpool team. The The second point of analysis and I guess I touched on it slightly earlier was about the whole thing around concentration. Um, against the lower the teams in the bottom half of the table. In previous seasons, we've struggled, but this season we've actually been uh, pretty good against beating those teams um, and keeping concentrated uh, and putting two or three past them. But the Van Dyke allison mistake in the Fulham game showed that we can't afford to make any mistake in the remaining seven games of the season because if we drop two points um, against any one of the teams that we're playing, we're we're already relying on Man City to make mistakes. We, we can't make it easier for them by, by us also dropping points. The more we win and the consistently we win, the more pressure will mount on City um, and then hoping that they can they can throw away a result or or get a loss on their on their record. So we we have to just eradicate the mistakes um, and just keep concentrated at all times. Um, yeah, that, that's that's all that kind of really needs to be said. We, we had a little glimpse of what the implications of you know, going missing uh, might be uh, in the Fulham game where we nearly, we nearly kind of got caught there. But um, that can't happen again in the remaining parts of the season if we if we do want to have a realistic chance of of uh, of winning the league. And the final point um, is uh, calling out a player for praise who I've probably called out for praise in the last five or six episodes, and that is Sadio Flippin Mane. Um, he has been absolutely fantastic for us since the turn of the year um his heroics in the champions league pretty much got us through to the quarterfinal his goals in the premier league have kept us in this title race we would be nowhere in this title race without Sadio Mane's goals and um he, he he's showing why why he is such a you know a very very good very very good player and I think a world-class striker um and when he's on his form um, I think when he's not on form, it's quite easy to see. But when he is on form, he's he's electric. Um, I've been critical of Mane in the past. I won't shy away from that. And I think there is still room for improvement in his game. But when he's scoring as frequently as he is and getting in the right positions, you know, his finishing has been amazing. He hasn't been wasting chances. Um, he's showing why he is so important uh, to Liverpool and why he's such an asset to the Premier League. So um, I'm I'm just hoping that the international break that we ha- that we are on right now. Isn't, hasn't come at the wrong time for him and, and kind of stifles some of the momentum that he'd been gathering over the past six to eight weeks. Um, so I'm hoping he can keep that on whilst he's away with the Senegal and then continue that when he comes back when we're, when we're in that run-in for, for, uh, for the Premier League and also the games against Porto and if we get beyond that, the semi-finals and, and then hopefully the final of the Champions League. So as I do with all episodes, guys, I end up with a, end with a shout-out to Klopp and... Um, so Klopp's got a bit of time to, to think about this now, right? So we've got an international break where we've got a one and a half-ish week gap before our next um, before our next Premier League game, which is against Tottenham. Um, I think Klopp has already confirmed that I think Joe Gomez and Oxlade-Chamberlain are are on track to be back into the first team 
uh, post this international break, which is really promising. I think those are two players who could really help um, kind of bring it home for us. Uh, the the shout out to Klopp specifically is to kind of just to rest up both himself and the players, um, get focused because when when all these players come back, we're on a we're on a sprint to the to the final. We're on a sprint to to the end of the season, um, trying to get to this trying to get this Premier League title, and it's going to be tough. City are not going to give up easily, and uh, neither neither are we. Um, it's going to be tough. There will be nervy moments. There'll be times where maybe things don't go our way. Uh, and we will need to fight and be ready to uh, to tough things out. So that's kind of the shout out to Klopp into to get everyone to, to rest and reset, uh, but also just make sure that everyone is clear on what we're trying to achieve in the last seven games of the season and in and in the Champions League, um, and just get everyone focused on that same page. So on that note, I will leave it with you guys. Uh, as I said, we've got the international break this weekend, so there'll be no uh, episode for, for two weeks now. Um, but the next episode will be a big one. That is against Tottenham at home. Uh, our games against Tottenham have historically been really, really good in the recent past. Um, they're obviously through to the to the Champions League as well, but they've been a bit inconsistent in the league recently as well. So hopefully we can um, play on that. Uh, the, the equation's simple for us. We can't afford to lose. Um so we will be going for the win uh, and I think we're confident, I'm confident at least, I think we can do it. So um, thank you guys for listening and uh, I'll catch you again on a review of the Tottenham game.